Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in this present moment. This is Erica Steele here with another beautiful episode of the Infinite Talks podcast. Man, I got a good one today. It's January 2024. 40 years since the drop of the Apple Macintosh computer. To be exact, it was dropped on January 24, 1984. That's when it was released. But it wasn't released just like a car or like a product. Of it was it was released like if there's a a premiere for a movie. Jobs did a great Steve Jobs had a great vision to drop this product, unveil this product by creating an iconic moment. He used all his talents and pushed people to reach their highest potential in his team so that he can create a monumental moment in time 40 years ago and release one of the most iconic computers in modern history, the Macintosh. I was reading this right now on on chapter 15 on the Steve Jobs, you know, biography by Walter Isaacson. And uh, I was impressed by the whole story of how he launched that product and the publicity blast that he had. And one of the most iconic commercials in modern history is the 1984 ad that he released on Super Bowl, on the Super Bowl, right? And wow, it's just an amazing story. Just on that alone, you can dive deep into many segments of creativity, you know, uh, competition. Um, I guess also just working on on a on a total vision, not just like when you know you're not there yet, and like, no man, I'm not there yet. I need to push it harder to I get exactly what I envisioned in my mind. And that's what Steve Jobs did. He worked with his uh, counterparts, right? His um, He worked with, uh, like, by using inspiration from the past. He talks about IBM being the big competitor, and he uses Apple as, like, this new counterculture company that is against the Orwellian Way, way of thought, which in contrast right now in 2024, 40 years later, is actually a little bit part of the Orwellian wave in some way, form or fashion. But he was inspired by the early part of, of, the, of this history of the tech, technolo- technology wave, right? Sorry, got tongue tied there, but <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little bit sick, but... This has been one of the most amazing companies in our era. And I mean, I have an iPhone, I have a, um, a Mac, you know, I have like all kinds of Apple products. But it all started way before it all became a realization, you know, a manifestation. And the 1984 ad is, it talks 
about like the zombies you know that are being led by the you know big brother and if you watch that video that ad you'll be like man i can't believe that was like in 84 such an amazing time 84 was a great year in in, in the world because a lot of cool things were created in 84 and even my brother was born in 84 actually that year he was born three days after the 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 mac was produced so shout out to digital jeff no wonder he's called digital jeff he's part of that digital era and but this story man is just amazing i've been like super inspired to read the what what steve used to motivate himself he used the progressive i call it the progressive dramatic ensemble of events to produce an iconic moment in time because not only did he launch a product he launched the whole movement for the personal computer industry and he he had a great vision man and like just the the whole iconic moment that he created by by unveiling this product to the masses on a commercial and then back in the day since there was like no social media and stuff like that he created an event to unleash the product at a community college there in Palo Alto. I think so. I think it was Palo Alto. And um, he created, he uh, had a, a, an auditorium of 2,600 people. And he created, he, him and his team, when they thought they were done with the product and everything, he's like, no, we're not done yet. We need to set up an intro. We need to set up for this creative thing that we're going to do when we launch the product. It's not, I'm not going to just launch the product. I want like a dramatic tone and a dramatic series of events before we unveil the first Macintosh to the public. So he invited journalists and all kinds of people to attend this event. He packed the house. But before that, the whole night before, him and his team were going crazy and sitting down and being as creative as possible to create the monumental moment of the unveiling of the Macintosh. So I was I was like, man, this this is better than a movie. Like reading reading the book is better than a movie because your mind starts to wonder like how this will look like and you put the picture in your mind and your brain and you're reading about the emotions and like the thought behind it and the pressure and the and the Steve had a lot of like he had to push a lot of buttons and make people feel like shit so that they can outperform their normal performance. And a lot of people didn't like that, but <clears throat> when they saw the end result of what happened after the unveiling, they were like, nobody else could pull this off, man. Nobody else could see this like Steve did. Nobody else could produce a monumental moment like this not the CEO at the time, which was Mr. Scully. I think his name was John Scully. And which was a, a former Pepsi uh, CEO. He came and joined forces with, uh, with uh, what's his name, Steve. And they had a really great relationship. But he's like, man, nobody else could do this. Nobody else could put, pull this off to create this amazing moment in time. 
And um, it was just an amazing moment, man. Like, it was, I think if we can go back in time and just, if there's any footage of that, I'm pretty sure there's footage of that, but I want to look for it and be like, wow, I, I know the background story now, now all put together. It's just, it gives you also motivation. Like, in the future, if you do anything, you want to have, like, some some sort of uh, dramatic creation to unveil anything you want to unveil. And, and it, it creates interest in people's mind. And then it also creates a, a wave. And it also creates a memorable moment for people, you know. So, like, just thinking about those simple stuff that you normally do with your family, like a, a party, you know, like a... When you just have a party, sometimes we just have a party. We don't really plan for it. We have, like, a regular party at home. And then it's, like, it just flows and it kind of ends and whatever, right? But if you do have a, a planned event or you can actually design and schedule a nice rhythm to the a party. And I'm just doing, like, a simple thing that anybody does, right? But let's say you're inviting a, a business so you have to really not just let it out and boom, it's here. Create some mystery behind it. Create a wave of interest and then boom, release it with a dramatic sense of moment, like where it creates. Like you cannot deny it. Like, wow, that happened. You don't know how to feel about it, but you know it happened and you can describe exactly how it happened because it changes people's perception of what it is in front of them. So there's no denying that. So, but it takes a lot of work in the background. Like, like I go back to a couple of episodes before. It's pain versus pleasure, you know. So it takes a lot of pain to create a moment like that. And like these guys are working their asses off to. They had finished the Macintosh. They had finished the the code. They had finished all of that. And then at at the last moment, Steve's like, "Hey guys, we're not done yet." And they're like, "Hell no, man! We thought we were done." It's like, no. Now we gotta work on the introduction for the unveiling of the Mac, which is tomorrow. And they're like, no, man, come on. So they had a lot of pain before that exciting moment. Uh, I think um, during the unveiling, there were ovations, standing ovations for that lasted about five minutes where Steve almost, you know, he teared up and everybody went crazy and everybody went wild and hysterical, like with the, presentation that they created for the people that were there the journalists and the people in attendance that were you know apple fans and they created this moment energy out of you know just hard work and thought and like they envision kind of like when you see a movie and they created a movie but in like a like a theater you know and it was it was i mean you start looking at all the aspects of how this was created you'll be like it's it's amazing. One of my favorite words. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant, man. Steve Jobs was a brilliant dude and very simple guy, but very simple, very animated. And he would, he had different frequencies that he would tap into to get stuff done. And I've seen that from other people who say, man, I have to get to this point of mental clarity to reach a higher dimension of myself and to get shit done. Like, if I don't get there, <clears throat> I lax too much and then boom, nothing gets done. And I've seen that and heard that from different people. And the doers, they need to get to a certain 
hyper-focused mentality before, you know, they can accomplish something. Because if not, it's just stuff doesn't get done. So in January 24, 1984, which is going to be 40 years from now, in a few days, the people who were working on this product, the Macintosh, it was a team, <clears throat> a team created by Steve Jobs that he picked and cho- chose to to create this product and this movement. It's kind of like what set Apple apart from a lot of the other industry competitors at that time, which we all know it's Microsoft, IBM, and a lot of people that try to copycat them, you know? So, wow. This is so interesting. And it, actually, this is the first time we heard a computer talk in real life. And if you t- think about AI, AI, I think this is the birth of AI, if you want to think about it, because we had at this point, one of the things that Steve wanted to do for the unveiling of, at the auditorium was like, I want the Macintosh to speak to the crowd. And this is going to be the first time ever that any computer speaks to the crowd. And the computer talked to the crowd, and, and uh, this is what it said. Let me see if I can read it real quick. Uh, it says that the Macintosh became the first computer to introduce itself, and it said, Hello, I'm Macintosh. It sure, it sure is great to get out of the bag. I was like, wow, and everybody went crazy because, I mean... Now we're like, hey, but there's Siri and there's freaking Alexa. There's all kinds of gadgets. They can speak to you and it's like becomes uniform. Like, oh, yeah, it's just casual, casual stuff. But in 1984, that was very wild. Nobody had ever heard a computer speak like that before on its own. And and then it says something else. It said, never trust a computer you can't lift. And then the the crowd went crazy another time and then at the end it said obviously i can't talk but now but right now i'd like to sit back and listen so it's with considerable pride that i introduce a man who's been like a father to me steve jobs and i was like whoa dude oh man it was just um i mean it's just if you think about it, like listening to a computer talk for us, like I said, it's nothing. But at that point in time, man, the people were just going mad, crazy. Like if they could hear that, like they just saw like many other thoughts come to that. Like at that point, which which is probably what's happening right now. Like all the creations that happened from that visionary state of mind were people working on these ideas that are currently in our fingertips. All these people that kept going with, uh, you know, creating code, creating products, uh, electronics, technology, putting all those softwares together. And now we have all these technology and data in our hands from voice recognition to voice, uh, voice recording to what I'm doing right now, recording a podcast off of Apple iPhone. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing. So. Just think about creation. And when you're creating something, it takes a lot of pain, but it takes a lot of also uh, like a formula that you need to create a vision that you really want to see. And if you don't have it, get the people around you to give you that inspiration to create that moment. You know, if whatever it is, it could be anything. It could be a project. It could be a, a book. It could be a moment that you want to create for your family 
It could be an anniversary with your wife or your husband. It could be... But you can be as creative as you want to be. Don't be used to the mundane and the easy. Because the mundane and easy will not be memorable. But the memorable parts are when you create something that you put a lot of thought into it. And the people that you are showing it to will greatly appreciate that moment for you. For them as well. So... Today's quick episode, man, is on Progressive Dramatic Ensemble. That's what I call it. Create through Progressive Dramatic Ensemble and then create a memorable, iconic moment in time. Signing off today, guys. Infinite Talks Podcast is Eric Castillo here. Please go to the website, infinitetree.online. Remember, we're not a brand. We are a frequency. Let's go.